When you hear the term headmaster, what comes to mind? Is it an authoritative prep school leader, an academic who prizes rule following above all else? Or is it someone like Dumbledore, old and wise with a long white beard? Today we ask the question, what is a headmaster? Welcome to the program. And if you don't recognize the voice, my name is Ruben Hernandez, a pastor at Sheridan Hills Baptist Church, and I am in the host chair today. My guest is our regular host, Eric Spee, headmaster of Sheridan Hills Christian School, which is a ministry of Sheridan Hills Baptist Church. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for me being here again. <laughs> this is a little nerve-wracking sitting here. I'm just going to say, I take, take my hat off to you. Yeah, welcome to my world. Yeah. So, um, you know, just a couple questions. I mean, typically... I grew up in a Christian school, so I, I had a headmaster, but a lot of people that I knew that were in public school, the term headmaster was just completely foreign. Why does a school like SHCS have a headmaster instead of a principal? Yeah, that's a very common question, and really a principal oversees a division or a school that is only one division. So when you see public schools that go from, for example, kindergarten to fifth grade, they'll have a principal, and they'll oversee the entire school, but that school simply is one division. We at Sheridan Hills have three. We have preschool, uh, lower, and upper, along with all the other things that we manage at a private school that, for example, a public school would have let out of its district. Mm -hmm. But what's our responsibility to do it here? Uh, maintenance, finance, things like that. So the headmaster oversees all of those things right. so that the principals can work together and um, other intangibles. Um, yes, there's the obvious have vision and and... Um, hold people accountable, but a principal does that as well. Right. The headmaster does that just for a larger uh, organization. Would it be fair to say it's like a superintendent um, in terms of public school system? Right. Even though a superintendent will see multiple schools, and some private schools, even classical Christian schools now have multiple campuses. Right. Uh, we only have one. Um, but yeah, it is about overseeing multiple divisions on our 23-acre campus. Right. So what are the school departments that you oversee? Right. So I oversee everybody in the school, even though I don't direct directly any of those. So we have um, things like finance, uh, athletics, security, operations, front office staff, HR, um, and then the principals, of course, of the three divisions and the assistant principals. But they each everything I just mentioned has their own direct uh, director, literally a director. Uh, so I work with them, I oversee them, and then they lead their respective divisions. So you're kind of like the coach. Yes, which I've been doing now for almost 30 years. So it, it's, uh, it's it natural. It makes it easier to slide into, yeah. Right. So how is a headmaster at SHCS different than that of other schools? Yeah, a lot of classical schools are board-run schools. So they answer to a board and and the headmaster meets sometimes um, monthly, um, sometimes more often with the board members, and the board members are the main leadership of the school. Um, we're a ministry of Sheridan Hills Baptist Church, as you mentioned. So um, we uh, have to work with our parent organization uh, who oversees us and provides the overall leadership and vision. So um, as a headmaster of Sheridan Hills Christian School, I'm to not only oversee the school, but I also have to work with the church, um, you know, make sure that the church's vision is executed. We share facilities with our church. Our church is very generous with uh, the space on our campus. And so we have to, um, you know, but inevitably there's going to be who moved my cheese. Um, so headmaster, 
kind of help soothe those things and create procedures working right. with the church leadership and uh, to make sure that we're all on the same page and that there's no overlap. So uh, we don't have a board that that runs the school. It's it comes from the pastoral staff and the 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 church. I will call it the church council because that's the easiest term, right? You know, for others to understand. So uh, they they provide the the overall leadership for the ministry, and then I work with them. So that's where being a headmaster at our school is a little different than the typical classical uh, Christian board run school, right? Because a classical school can be classical but not necessarily affiliated with a church, right? And and in many cases they may meet at a church or rent facilities from a church, but they're not affiliated with the church. We are not an independent um, business. We are Sheridan Hills Baptist Church, right? Um, we're just a ministry of it, so um, I have to help make that all work. Okay. Not that it's hard at all, right? No, of course <laughs> not. Super easy, super easy. 600 students uh, five days a week, and then our, our church, which is a little larger than that, uh, on Sundays and Wednesdays. So, uh, yeah, just make try to work hard to make it all work to God's glory. So right, here we go. So what are some of the worst parts about the job? Mm. The parts that keep you up at night, maybe, you know, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how much time do we have on the podcast? Uh, definitely um, multitasking is difficult. I saw um, a show called Brain Games. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yes. And they do different scientific experiments to show whether things are legitimate or not, some public opinion, whether science defies it. So they showed that multitasking is actually impossible. Right. Um, but I think when you're a headmaster, you have to find a way to do it anyway. Yeah. There's never enough time to get everything done, and I think that's – that's probably the hardest part is you never have enough time in the day. This morning we had our homecoming lip sync competition, which was awesome. Uh, we did, you know, the kids were wonderful. Then we went from that to, um, you know, tearing down, cleaning up, and then coming over, grabbing, trying to just stuff food down my throat for about 15 minutes <laughs> while I met with students and then to rush over here, do the podcast. And then after this, I've got another meeting and then I've got a, a basketball game tonight and then another one after that, and a senior soccer game in between where my son's in it. And but obviously I would be there anyway as headmaster. So yeah. um those kind of and then we have Giant Shark Fest tomorrow. And then class resumes on Tuesday next week with uh two classes that I teach. So you never have enough time in the day to do it. So that's that's probably the worst. I mean, definitely the old longer I do it, the more you kind of get used to the stress, you get used to the pressure, and it makes you be what we should have been all along, which is mm. put our faith in Christ. Because if you try to do this job without it, you'll fail quickly, as I have learned so right. many times over the many years. And I imagine that being the one who oversees the overseers and the buck kind of stopping with you, mm -hmm. of course, when people want to escalate things to then higher up, it inevitably ends up coming to you. Sometimes I will say that our principals and our leaders do such a good job of, of handling things. Um, I think I do a really good job of, of saying, did you talk to the principal? Because, and I'm not trying to pass the buck to them sometimes. Sometimes I really have no idea what's going on because <laughs> people say to me all the time, why don't you know what's going on? You're the headmaster. I'm like, yeah, with 600 students and yeah. 100 employees, um, church, uh, there is no human way I can know yeah. every single thing that goes on on campus as hard as I try. Yeah. And so, um, so sometimes I have to ask for patience and say, listen, if I come in here, if you need me, I'm here to help. I can try to bridge things, but a lot of it is handled by great leaders like our director of operations, our principals and, and HR and things like that. So that makes my life a lot easier. Honestly, I've been doing this job at this school for, this is my eighth year and 
I was a principal at another Christian school for over three years, and and I think the job gets easier, but I think it gets easier when you work with great people. I think that's number one, and I think it gets easier the more you stay in it and you just keep learning, right? Learning what to do, what not to do, how to communicate, don't when to stress, when to just relax, give yeah. it to the Lord, and just you know it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know, that's the the worst part. Now, what are the best parts of the job? What are the parts that you you know, when you go home, you you think about it and it makes you smile or it makes you, you know, you just, you look back on it with joy. Yeah. The kids, the students, um, having so many students on campus, it's a real joy. Uh, the different ages, we have the high school kids you can talk to and really have those deep conversations like you've had how many times, right? Oh, Even yeah. today, yep. you, know, you know, here you are pastoring at our church and you spent the whole day here yep. um, and, and, and having some great gospel moments with some students. Those, those are the things you, you just learn to love. Um, I have the privilege of sharing every lower school chapel. I do the message. And so to the lower school students, the little ones, they sometimes they think of me pastorally, even though I'm not a pastor. And I'll see them and, and just seeing them, they'll go, Mr. Speed. I'm like, hey, how are you, buddy? Hey. you know. And so seeing the joy on their faces, you, you can give a kid at that age. And, and when they're having a day that's tough, and you can just sort of tell them, hey, man, it's going to be okay. God is good. Don't worry. Um, you can get through this. Uh, having the ability to bring that kind of joy and peace into some kids' lives is really wonderful because how many times did we need that growing up? Yeah. And now we get to be that for others. So the kids are great. The teachers um, are great. Sometimes they can, obviously, in my role, you know, we can have our tensions. But uh, overall, when you work with a great team uh, and, and see them develop, uh, that is that is really special. So that gets me through the day to day, every single time. Yeah, yeah. I, I can say when my kids first started, every time they would see you, they they had that Mister Speed reaction. And now Brianna hides, but it's because yeah. she knows it gets a rise out of you. <laughs> yeah, um, that's funny. And Caleb, yeah. Caleb kind of looks at me like, "What's going on?" You know, I think <laughs> I know this guy, but I'm like, "Dude, you're in preschool. You, yeah, you get a pass." Yeah. <laughs> and and I imagine that being, you know, being the headmaster when students are going through difficult moments. Mm-hmm. I mean. I know I've, I think I've seen that, um, as kids are dealing with either family issues and, and you know, when a kid's in your office, it's, that's because they need some, mm-hmm. you know, deep therapy there. And, and really it's been encouraging just to be on the sidelines watching how kids will come to you mm-hmm. and how, how you've really been a father figure for some of them when they've, you know, they either may not have had or have lost a father. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it could be very difficult, but, but watching that. That has been the great joy as well. I mean, as, as growing up, without a father myself, you, you, you can come out of that and say either, well, I didn't have that. So, um, I'm going to be just as bad as what I was raised in or, you know, experience with him, or you go the other direction and try to overcompensate. And, and I, my parents were divorced. You're, you lost your father when you were very young. Right. Um, and so it, it, it makes us the opposite, right? We, Instead, yeah. we've, we've sort of plunged into ministry saying, wait, this is an opportunity for us to be father to the fatherless. And right. and it, that has been such a joy. I had the honor of, of speaking at several weddings of my students um, who obviously had grown up at that point. And uh, that, it, and I've had several of my students, <laughs> they bring their fiancés to me for approval. Nice. <laughs> and my wife and I have uh, grilled them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so it, and, and sometimes you don't see them. These are students we hadn't seen in years. Or, right. And yet they're like, Mr. Spee or Coach, we need you. So um, those those are beautiful things. And, and we can. it's great to be able to be there for students when they need it in this critical time of life. Right. 
God willing, they're going to grow up, stay in the Lord, grow in the Lord, be plugged into the local church, and they will do well. But in this moment of insecurity, um, puberty, <laughs> all the challenges that comes with that, it's just a nightmare, right? Yeah. And and to be, we just it's great to be part of walking them through that and pointing them to Christ through that whole process and knowing that it's going to be okay. Just right. keep plugging on. When that high school kid who thinks that because their little puppy love relationship is mm. over, you're just reminding them that there's a whole other rest of your life that you know you have, and this isn't the end of the world. That's what I love talking to him and saying, so um, your breakup relationship didn't go well. What do you mean? Uh, that was my my boyfriend or my girlfriend. I'm like, no, no, no. Were you going to marry them? No. Well, then it was a breakup relationship. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, this, it, and sometimes they get offended, but a lot of times... They, they laugh, the <laughs> yeah, and then they see the, the do the like mini joke. They start to oh wow, there's there's truth there, and they relax. Yeah. It's 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 been fun. So, what has being headmaster at Sheridan Hills Christian School meant to you? It's interesting. I, I have had a lot of different ambitions in life, whether it was in music or you know, theater, um, business, you know. But somehow, coaching, you know, coaching at other levels. Uh, and yet somehow God always kept bringing me back here, uh, ironically, to Sheridan Hills. I have left Sheridan Hills now, uh, I think, two or three times. As a high school student, I said I would never come back. I came right back here to work. Uh, taught here till 06, left um, for other opportunities and said, I don't think I'll ever be back. And then right back in 2014, I was back. So, Never you know, say never. Yeah, no, that's the rule, right? If God says come back, you come back, right? And and uh, so I served at three other schools. It was a blessing. I loved every minute of those other schools. But and one of them was your former yeah. school you grew up in, right? Um, which is not how we met, ironically. But yeah, that, that was one of the. I mean, everybody from Dade knows everybody from Dade. Yeah. Somehow or another, we're it's a giant family. It is, yeah. Um, which which is one of the things that struck me when I first came to Sheridan Hills mm-hmm. was it reminded me of that same feeling, you know that that yeah, it's like a big family. Everybody knows one another. Everybody. Um, is looking out for one another, and I was just like, yeah, that's that's where I want to be. <laughs> well, and, and you're not quite there yet in the age that, that I am, but one of the greatest satisfactions of being the headmaster is when you see people grow up and they bring their students here. As I mentioned, I think on my last podcast, uh, it's I have grand students. I think at one point I had 20 grand students here where I taught wow. their mom or dad. That last podcast was with one of my former students who right. has her two kids here. So that's beautiful to be able to pour into someone's life and then you get to see it, right? And you get to see the the, from not just a small child, but now we get to see them as an adult, a married couple, you know, their children, see them raise their kids the right way. Yeah. You start to think, okay, I didn't waste my, like John Piper, his book, right? Don't waste your life. You didn't waste your life. You know, that's when you go home tired, exhausted, and sometimes thinking, should I have pursued this other career when I had that? You know, when you have those key moments in your 20s when everyone's offering you a job based on your potential and everybody thinks you can be this or that, and then you're like, well, let me take, as Frost said, the road less traveled, and and that's all God. And then you come back to this job and go, okay, I didn't waste my life by God's grace. And so there are certain students that on bad days, um, and even, it's funny, not even just students, even employees who work here who are my former students, who are all grown up and here. And I will, and I'll... If I'm having a tough day, I'll just go, hey, how you doing, Corinth? How you doing? You know, Christina, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'll text the, hey, Tony, what's going on? And and that makes me say, okay, God is good. We can get through this. It's worth it. Right, right. 
So, I mean, this question is not scripted, but I'm just going to ask it. That's right. So, do you ever like model the Dumbledore, you know, attitude? Mm-hmm. Like, is that is that kind of like an, an aim that you shoot for, or not really? <laughs> I don't think. I, well, I don't have his powers. Okay. Yeah, that would be nice. Or that that bird, the phoenix thing. That yeah. would that would have been. That would be cool. You should put one in your office. That would be so cool if it was real. That would real. be that would be amazing. Um, but. No, or not no, Dumbledore, funny guy. I, I can't grow a beard that cool mm. uh, just yet, but uh, um, it's 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 kind of an interesting guy. I, maybe if I had my Harry Potter, I would have to be, yeah. I'd have to be a Dumbledore. I mean, as a Harry Potter fan, you know, I know Dumbledore is a beloved character in the book. You mm-hmm. know, usually you don't look at principals or headmasters, or I mean, I'm kind of thinking back. Actually, I do. No, when when I was in school, I if they're listening. I, I want them to I do appreciate <laughs> them, right? Um, but. You know, most people out there probably wouldn't look to like a principal or headmaster as his beloved character, but you know, in the stories he is, and I have to say, here at Sheridan Hills, you definitely are beloved, you know, among the community between you know well, staff and students. I, I I've seen that. Well, the the one other part about this job is to realize that that I can all go in a moment. You you don't you don't play for the crowd, you don't play for the applause because you're a hero today, you're a zero tomorrow, and. All that matters is what did Christ say? Or did I obey God today? Amen. Um, that's what you put your head on the pillow and say, did I please the Lord with how I acted today and the decisions I made? Now, sometimes the answer to that is no. <laughs> and sometimes God's like, you know, you really messed that up. Yeah. Go fix that. And we need grace. You yes. Know, just, it's, oh. it's a reminder. Right? Big time. Big time. Big time. We need grace. So, uh, But yeah, it, it's it's nice sometimes um, to to be somewhere where everybody knows your name. And where you, you know, most of my biological family outside of my wife and kids, but like my actual family, I think my mom is all I have left. Most of my family has passed away or moved away. And so really outside of that and my children and my wife, like my family's here. Yeah. This is, this is, this is it. The people I would call if there's a problem would be the people here. here. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. It, it truly is. Well, for those that are listening, I hope that we've shed some light on the title of headmaster. Um, you know, I couldn't help but think as as prepping for this, what's that line from Shakespeare? Heavy is the crown. Heavy uh, is the heavy li- is the head that heavy lies the head that wears the crown. Heavy the fourth. There you go. I mean, yeah. not that you're a king, but no. I mean, you know, sitting sitting in your chair doing your role, you know, I'd, it's not an easy thing. And and mm-hmm. just you know, as a as a former teacher who was under mm-hmm. you, I just wanted to say you know thank you for doing your job well. Um, well, we do our best, and thank you uh, for being a, a pastor for us who's and doing a great job there. Because that's uh, that's that's talk about. Hard, we'll do another podcast about how hard it is to be a pastor. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm game for it whenever you are. So, um, um, aside from that, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, seek what is good, true, and beautiful. Thank you for joining us. The opinions expressed on this program are that of the hosts and the guests. The podcast is produced by Alex Halpert. Sheridan Hills Christian School is a ministry of Sheridan Hills Baptist Church.